Hello and welcome to yet another engrossing episode of the Ballhawks podcast. My name is Chris Guest, the site expert over there at Soaring Down South, fan sided's Atlanta Hawks imprint. I uh, got a lot of good stuff over there. Had a, a recent mock draft for the Atlanta Hawks. Had a recent piece about Trey Young's uh, st- sort of a statistical deep dive on his season. But uh, but we got a lot to get. We have a lot to get to today. Um, but before we get into all of it, here he is. It's Michael K, my co-host. What's up, Big Top? Hey everyone, how's it going? Just want to let you know the Illuminati's real and the leader is Trey Young's hair. Oh, All boy. right. Okay. <laughs> the end of the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Kevin Herter's vice president. Oh my goodness, Mike coming in hot. Oh yeah. man, Kevin yeah. Pence. Oh man, we got it all going today. Uh, man, bear pig. Uh, oh yeah, I mean we're 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 recovering from a from a binging uh, night yeah. of uh, playing Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, the Fifth game in the Transcendent Nintendo series. About six hours of play time. Oh, it was great. I mean, I wish we could have doubled that time and then watched <laughs> The Mummy Returns at the end, but uh, what can you do? Um, but hey, we, we got through. We're having a great time. It's a, it's a rainy day here in Georgia. Yeah. Um, Shitty day. Our yeah. fridge is broken. Better go catch it. That doesn't quite work. In that. I know. But I like that. That was the It didn't work. No, like our fridge. <laughs> Oh no, we fixed it last night. We we really started our own horror movie. We went downstairs, turned off all the lights, oh, flipped yeah. the switches, and uh, we turned the the lights back on. And there was a a spirit uh, standing there. Yeah, the one reason we haven't recorded in a while here. It's been ten days since our last pod for all our listeners clamoring for mm-hmm. uh, for us to record. We yeah, watched, I've been in uh, jail. Yeah, yeah. Mike was in jail, <laughs> but then when he got out, we immediately watched the movie Hereditary, which. Oh, uh, yes. Is a real masterpiece. I gotta say, been if you, recovering. From if that. you like, yeah, if you like psychological horror, uh, that is a tremendous film. Uh, I can't believe Mike's seen it twice in like one week, which is pretty wild. But uh, oh god, <laughs> Woo! It, is, it really stays with you, and that's the mark of a good film. Of course, Mike and I know that since we're yeah, both film majors. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful unison. Mm, mm, I love that. That was not planned either. Uh, I mean, you know, we've just got that mind meld. That's how we do it. We're talking Hawks here. Uh, we're talking film majors. We're talking all sorts of stuff. But before we get started, I just wanted to, to kind of uh, cede the floor to myself. And um, just... I pass it over to you, Chris. <laughs> Thanks, my guy. I didn't need your provision on that. I just wanted to talk quickly about Luka Doncic. Um, as everyone probably knows, he is... I mean, top three in all-star voting at this point, I believe. Uh, he's second in the Western Conference, only to LeBron, uh, the king. Um, and then I think Giannis is second in the Eastern Conference uh, in terms of total voting. But, uh, you know, the Atlanta Hawks could have had this for them. And, I mean, listen, I love Trey Young. I wrote a long, maybe like 1,500-word piece about him, about how yeah, about how great he is and, like, you know, I think he can be a future all-star. I think that he is a good building block for the Hawks to have. But if if the rumors are true that uh, Trey was drafted because, you know, whoever higher up, I don't maybe Schlenk, it seems like Schlenk was the one whose decision it was. Um, if, the, if the decision was that they didn't think Luca could be like a bankable star, like a yeah. face of the franchise, like he wouldn't be as marketable as... Trey, uh, that is clearly an oversight and a yeah, huge mistake. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, the Hawks could have had this. I mean, you know, I, I love his game, uh, Luca, that is. 
Um, but, you know, this could have been the Hawks. But instead, we, they opted to to trade down. And, I mean, you know, they might get an amazing player with that with that Mavs pick. And, you know, yeah. if, if it's in top 10, you know, top 12, they likely will get a very strong player who could be a building block for mm-hmm. the franchise. Um, so, you know, that that's that. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, you it's remember past. Michael but, uh, Porter Jr. said he was going to be a bust. Who? Lucas. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, I mean. he's been playing in Europe. He's like, that's nothing. Something yeah. like that. But, I mean, the, the, another thing is, uh, you know, like, Luke is getting all these Ulster votes, but that's because, like, every European is, like, voting for him. Yeah. I mean, like, he's got the entirety of Europe behind him mm-hmm. because he's, like, maybe their best player ever. Like, you know, yeah. who knows yet? You know, who knows what his career is going to turn out to be? But, like, even just in his, you know, rookie campaign so far, he's he's looking amazing. Like, who knows if he's going to get to the heights of Dirk leading a team to a championship. Yeah. Not on his own, because that was, like, he was clearly the best player. But that team was stacked. Like, if you look back at it, that 11 yeah. uh, Mavs team was so good. Um, and, you know, uh, underdogs as well. So, so we'll see. Um, but uh, I did pull a recent stat here that I posted on our Twitter feed, at BallHawksPod. Uh, over the past month, Trey Young is shooting a higher percentage on pull-up jump shots than Luke is. Thirty-seven point six percent to thirty-six eight—a very minor difference, but uh, you know, we're sh- you're seeing all these highlights of of Luca, which that's another thing. Bleacher Report is pushing him to an almost uh, yeah, feverish, slavish uh, degree. Um, I feel like maybe Payman took over Bleacher <laughs> Report. Uh, that's a hereditary reference for you. Um, also, another nickname for uh, Terry Rogier, hereditary maybe. Hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> that one caught me off guard. I need to. I need to. I was gonna make that. Hereditary. Edit. I was gonna make that edit of the of the film poster of him uh, on both faces, and then just change it. But uh, I digress. Yeah, every time he dribbles, it's just. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh, it's such a terrible, terrifying audio cue. But uh, let's see here. What was I saying? Uh, pull up jump shots. Uh, yeah, you know, like it's it, it's almost it's so transparent. I feel like that they're pushing him to be that generational star. And I mean, you know. That's what a lot of these podcasts I listen to and, you know, a lot of the people that I hold in high regard were saying Luca's the best talent. He's going to be amazing. But, like, you didn't see much on, like, Bleacher Report. Like, every now and again you would. You know, ESPN came out with one by Mina Kimes, who's a great writer. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it now that he's in the league and, like, he's just drilling step backs and his, he does have a beautiful jump shot. Mm-hmm. And clearly he's, you know, he's an extremely talented player and only 19 years old. But, uh, you know, I, I think it might already be reaching sort of a critical consensus, you know, like uh, he's just already sort of ascended too high too quickly, you know, yeah. like. And like, you can only go down from here. Right. Icarus. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. flown too close, close to the sun. That's right. That's right. And I mean, you know, Trey Young is doing some amazing stuff too. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we can we can segue here into our Hawks talk. But, uh, Think about this, Atlanta. We could have had Luka Doncic's mom courtside every game. Ooh, man. What uh, about that? That's what we're t- <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, just, just had some thoughts on Luka. Yeah, I mean, his, his mom is very interesting. He's very interesting. I mean, and, uh, you know, Luka's a pretty good-looking guy. I mean, he's, he's, a young, he's a young cat, but uh, when the Hawks have Zion, everything will be forgotten. Uh, but uh, I don't know if you saw Duke. Duke fell to unranked Syracuse. Yeah, that was, uh, I saw that. Pretty wild. They play today as well. We're recording this in the afternoon here on Saturday. And they play the uh, Virginia Cavaliers, so we'll see how that goes. It was like a 3 o'clock NBA game today, I think, too. Yeah, I saw Something that, like that, yeah. And, of course, the NBA London game played. Uh, we talked about that, of course. Yep. As a half-Brit, I was, you know, standing up and saying, God save the Queen, <laughs> just, just as I should. 
Yeah, you know, I have Cantor on my fantasy, so he didn't play because yeah. well, he yeah, didn't want to get murdered. I mean, there. which I, I'm fine with. I mean, you know, yeah. more power to him. You know, those uh, those Turks are uh, a little out of control over there. But uh, Ursan, oh, man, we're shut down. Ursan Ilyasova ready to come and be the hitman in a Bond film, as we like to say. He does look like a henchman. But uh, but we can know that. <laughs> I think we debuted that before, didn't we? I don't know. Oh yeah, well if, little, if if you like uh, little Yachty. Uh, yeah, little, little little Yachty's Minnesota, but to the tune of Arizona uh, <laughs> So uh, that's a classic little Yachty track and Atlanta icon. Um, but uh, that's about all we get into. Although now that we're on the subject of music, uh, I did have a little spice here for you. Mike, uh, I remember I mentioned that I was working on the uh, Does Your Tray Shoot Threes song. Oh, yeah. Uh, now I have to find that because I did write out some lyrics to it that uh, seem to fit pretty well. Um, Do but, your uh, tray shoot threes? Does his hairline recede? Does he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness me. Let's see. Does his underbite protrude? Does he? I'm not, not sure. I, I should have been a bit more prepared here. Um, yeah, I'm 100% prepared. I have all my notes in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike has got just just loose leaf paper littered about. It's like he's trying to find Pepe Silvia. Yeah, damn it. That's literally what I was about to say. Hey, man. As Pepe Silvia, Pepe Silvia. <laughs> that, that, that mind melt. Karen! Or is it, there is, no. Is it, is it Karen or Cheryl? Cheryl, isn't it? Cheryl, yeah, Cheryl. Yeah, yeah. There is no Cheryl Aaron Which you was it you that came up with that theory of what Pepe Silvia is? Oh, I'm not sure. Let me know. Is that he? Because he can't read. He's illiterate. So it's Pennsylvania, and he's just <laughs> oh, saying no, Pepe I didn't Silvia. Come up with that. That's pretty good. I <laughs> yeah. like that one. Like it's just a. He just doesn't know how to read. So he's like, "Who is? I'm seeing all these things. Pepe Silvia. Pepe's Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that too." Oh man, God, I love always sunny. But uh, yeah, here we go. Here it is. I did find it. Uh, Does your tray shoot threes? Cross defenders to his knees. Can he put up crazy shots? Can he dime up all his bros? Does he do it for Atlanta like he did for Oklahoma? Does your tray shoot threes? <laughs> there you go. That was actually pretty good. I know, right? I mean, <laughs> and I tried to keep it the same rhyme scheme as the original. Can he dime up all his bros? Mm-hmm. Um, does he do it for Atlanta like he does for Oklahoma? <laughs> Very similar. So, you know, there you go. We, I was working on that one. But then, here you go, the real debut one. A Kevin Herter song to the tune of Hot-Blooded by Foreigner. You ready for this? Red pepper, drafted 19. Gonna dribble, then pull up for three. Come on, Kevin, do you do more than pass? He's red pepper, red pepper. There you go. There's that one for you. That's so. pretty good. Yeah, man. So that's what I do in my spare time. I come yeah. up with. Uh, so you just emailed that to yourself. So I did. You uh, yeah. Isn't, isn't that what? Uh, isn't that cool? Huh? Yeah. That's what I do. Chris, I don't want to see your dick, dude. Get, why do you have pictures of your dick on your email? Oh, sorry. That's not the right email. Uh, yeah. I, no, I didn't. Oh wait, that. that's my dick. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. I just wanted to get that out there. But uh, yeah, so Red Pepper drafted nineteenth. I'm pretty happy about that one. That just kind of came to me yeah, in a that... flash and. Uh, I mean, that could be our theme song, you know, maybe we need to, oh, if we can time both together in the intro, the, the does your tray shoot threes and then into red peppers sort of faded out. And faded I guess we got to write one for Amari too. Yeah. I don't know. But now that he's lost like 25 pounds, maybe we should. Yeah. <laughs> that, that story came out recently that he had ballooned to, what was it? 293, mm-hmm. which is wild. Um, but he has looked great recently in the past two games and we can get to those games now. Uh, the Hawks have played three games. 
since we last spoke, the last time um, we recorded was that live pod against the Nets. But they're uh, actually two and one over those games, with wins against the Thunder and the Sixers. Uh, have a few takeaways from those. I mean, that Thunder or the Sixers game. We'll start with that one because that's the the furthest back one. Uh, that was a great one. I don't. I don't know. Did you watch any of that? Uh, that was the one where Herder went off. Oh, no, I did not. Okay, yeah. No, because I picked up her to the day after that for fantasy. <laughs> of course. But, no, it was a great game um, uh, because Kevin Herter went off, as I said, career high, 29 points, 11 of 17 shooting uh, in 39 minutes played. And then John Collins had 25 points and 9 rebounds, 10 of 17 shooting. And he had the game-winning sort of fadeaway jumper uh, that iced the game for the Hawks. It was a 123-121 victory. Um it was just uh, great to see. I mean, the young guns grown before our eyes. Trey Young had 18 points, five assists, four rebounds, two steals, uh, and yeah, it was you know it was pretty much uh, the young guys. Although I think, if I recall, Trey Young was sort of not playing much uh, in the, in crunch time there against the Sixers, but probably because Herder was kind of going off. I mean, he was. He was uh, well five of eight from three in that game, and uh, mm, that's so good to hear. Yeah, it was he was amazing. I mean, it was uh, super super enjoyable, and uh, I mean, I think he's gonna be he's gonna have a real consistent career. I think so. I mean, he's already he gets comfortable. Yeah, yeah, he's and he's so he's so athletic. I mean, it's to see him throw down those dunks, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Hawks do play today, which uh, against the Celtics, so we'll get to get to see them. But uh, yeah, it was it's great to see, and uh, after that game. Couple more Kevin Herter nicknames uh, sort of bubbled up to the forefront. Here you go. I, I teased this to Mike earlier, so here we go. We got Redhead Redemption, <laughs> and then this is the one oh I think you're gonna like God. even more. I know you're gonna like both of these, but I think you're gonna like Ronald Threesley because <laughs> he's a ginger, right? Isn't that good? Oh my God, who's coming up with this? It's they were they were both on uh, Atlanta Hawks Reddit. Um, Those are both great. Yeah. I like Redhead Redemption, but I mean Ronald Threesley is pretty good. Yeah, I mean that's the one. They both hit home because I mean you know, Mike's been playing a little Red Dead Redemption too. But I'm I mean, actually reading. Prisoner of Azkaban. Right, right and we're now. always we're always talking about Harry Potter. So those are those are great. I mean, his his oh, nicknames man. just grow by the day. I'm still uh, on the Red Pepper bandwagon that we created ourselves, uh, as we would. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Ronald Threesley oh, is amazing. God. It doesn't roll off the tongue, you know. Yeah, but but it's great. It took me a second to put it together. I was like, wait, who's that? And then, I'm, oh yeah, yeah Ronald Weasley, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, but. Uh, I mean, just like uh, Mike Scott, you know, the three regional manager uh, for him as well. <laughs> So keep keeping it fresh here. Uh, Assistant assist to their <laughs> regional manager. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, also in that Philly game, uh, I didn't know this. Uh, I never looked at the box score that uh, persistently, I guess. But DeAndre Embry paid forty minutes in that game. Fourteen points, Shit. six rebounds, five assists. Uh, he was plus fourteen, and uh, I mean he's you know. Well, he was probably guarding Simmons, right? Uh, no. I really can't remember. I think he might have been guarding Simmons, but Simmons is just so big. Uh, ben Simmons did have an astonishingly good game. 23 points, 15 assists, 10 rebounds. He does love playing. He played 43 yeah, he minutes. He hates us. He does, yeah, for some reason, although I would love to have Ben Simmons on the Hawks. But uh, yeah, for some reason, he really just despises the Hawks. He seems to like not take it seriously. But yeah. uh, but he might have to with uh, with Ronald Threesley on the dock. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be... Spicing you up, he's gonna shoot a fight. I just thought of that, Harry. That's the spell, stupefy. Uh, yeah. Shoot a fight. There we go. There we go. I like that. 
What else can we do? Um, uh, uh, what do we got Expecto Patronum is the first one that comes to mind. Yeah, but that's... I mean, Expelliarmus, what could we do for that? I mean, I'm trying to think. Yeah. No, not too much there. Uh, I was trying to think of some with Hermione. Expect name. Iso Patronum. You know, it's, it's very <laughs> much a stretch, but uh, it was a great game. Um, <laughs> perhaps one reason the 76ers did not win that one was because Joel Embiid did not play. And uh, if I recall, his reactions on the sideline were not good to his team getting defeated by one of the worst teams in the league. And that's what I love about the Hawks um, sort of winning all these games against good teams is whenever they win, it's like a complete referendum on the mm-hmm. good team, like um, as we're going to get to with the Thunder win. Like all the you know coverage on the other side is like, well, shit, what is wrong with our team? How the hell could we lose to this trash team? But right. the Hawks are actually pretty good. Especially when you compare them to like Bulls and Knicks yeah. and Cavs and the real bottom feeders. So, Hawks are playing great. Uh, liking what I see from them. But, uh, so, we can move on to the Bucks game. Not a whole lot to talk about. I did not see much of this game. I had uh, stuff going on with family. But, uh, Hawks lost that one. They seem to not be able to do anything. with oh, the... was that this? That was on Saturday? Sunday. That was Sunday. on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It was Sunday afternoon. That went, you went out of town? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a 133-114 Bucks victory. Uh, not a whole lot to take away, really. Giannis, 33 points, uh, as you would expect. Chris Middleton, 17-11. and 11. Uh, What else? What else we got here? Uh, Eric Bledsoe, 24 points, 10 assists. Who, he's having a... God, that's an amazing stat line. 24 points on 9-13 of 13 shooting for Bledsoe. He's having a great year for the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think really... I think Bud is uh, really just excited to have some supreme athletes like Giannis... Uh, I mean, Bledsoe is really an extremely yeah, I mean, athletic guy. Middleton's kind of a freak, too. Yeah. He's lanky. And... Yeah, yeah. He's not quite the explosive athlete that you would say like Bledsoe and Giannis yeah. are, but they have those sort of fluid like guys like Brogdon, who's extremely consistent. He's like 50, 40, 90 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you oh, know, I forgot they got George Hill in that trade. George Hill yeah. is there. Yep. I mean, he's a good bench option. Uh, I mean, oh, they, good they for got him, dude. I'm so glad he got out of Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, they, and also the Bucks had Bud favorite. Um, Ersanelli Silva, who we already said. Ersanelli Silva. Um, yeah, of course, uh, he's there, and he got obliterated by Jermichael Green of the Grizzlies. You see that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a dunk? Yeah. Ersan tried to, you know, his classic Ersan trying to dr- draw a charge. Trying to hurt him. But instead, uh, he got slaughtered by Jermichael Green. On, really, it's a great dunk, so uh, check that one out. But, uh, but yeah, not, not really much to take away on the Hawks' side. What do we got? Uh, Spellman played pretty well. He actually got the start at center. Uh, he had two straight starts after he returned and lost upwards of 25-ish pounds, I think, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's already down low, apparently. Uh, there was an interview in The Athletic, actually, um, a great site with lots of great writing, and saying that, like, he just sort of the, you know, his schedule so regimented in college um, that him going from that to, like, the sort of freedom of being yeah. an adult, that was, like, his actual quote, and, like, you know, it being your job instead of, like, an extracurricular. Yeah. It was kind of a hard sort of transition for him. So he was just like, yeah, I'll just eat a bunch of, you know, great lavish meals. Because, you know, he's mm-hmm. saying when you're getting five-figure paychecks, you know, every couple of weeks, you know, it's yeah. definitely it's a hard transition. And, you know, we know all about that, you know. We're, yeah, we're definitely, definitely. Yeah, we definitely pull those in. I mean, uh, mine's seven figures. I don't know at all. <laughs> I mean, shit, mine's like 18. I mean, I mean shit. You know? <laughs> mine's like not even in, there's not even numbers. <laughs> It's just symbols. It says, you know? It's, you, you it's like an it. equation. It says you did it. You have nothing to worry about forever. <laughs> you, you, you're, <laughs> you're depositing you did it into your account, and it's going great. But um, 
Yeah, let's see. Uh, Bucks game. Uh, Trey Young, twenty six points. Uh, oh yeah, that's the one that Trey had ten rebounds in that game. A, a, tw- oh, a point shit. rebound double double for him. Which uh, I mean, if you think it was going to be a triple double, it would have been that. But he only had four assists, so I think just the length and depth of Milwaukee was just too much for the Hawks in that one. So uh, not a whole lot else to take away. Yes, uh, Torian Prince did return. Oh yeah, the for that game. I'm not sure think. if it's going to pay off for me because I had him on my IR forever. Yeah, right. But he, I think that was his first game back was against the Bucks, and he only yeah. played eleven minutes. He did have seven points, three of six shooting, five rebounds. Um, yeah, I mean, so, I, I'm kind of hoping he gets traded. Yeah, so I mean, I get, I get to like utilize him a little bit more. But, but I think I mean, if he would get traded, it would be to like a contending team as mm-hmm. like a sweetener and perhaps a more deal or something. Yeah, because because if we were getting a pick back, which you would really imagine we would be. Um, you would probably, you know, the Hawks might have to include somebody like a younger player like Prince to be like, hey, look, you're giving us a pick. Here's a little, you know, young mm-hmm. player for you as well. So we'll see. Though, How old is he now? Like 25? He's 25. So he's, he's kind of a little bit older. He's in that buddy healed range where he's older than you think he is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, not a whole lot more on that Bucks game. Did you see much of that? That was like Sunday um, afternoon game. I did see a little bit of it, but I was pretty wasted. Because, <laughs> uh,. <laughs> Because like football was on too. Oh uh, yeah, so, that's yeah. right. That's right. Playoffs. Yeah, I think I was more focused on. Uh, uh, I can't remember if that's when the Eagles game was on. I was uh, interested to see if uh, Big Dick Nick could continue it. Uh, <laughs> Big Nick energy, but uh, but he could not. So that was that. But uh, yeah, we can go one more here for the most recent game, which oh, was yeah. maybe the best game of the season. Yeah, we watched uh, those jerseys. The that's what we need to be talking about. Yeah, and we will get to that. Uh, the Hawks completely, uh, I mean, just waxed the Oklahoma City Thunder, who I think were like three seed in the West at that point. Mm-hmm. The Hawks put up 142 just, points. Uh, amazing showing on offense. That 142 was the most they've done in a, in a regular season game in a long time. Well, we got breaking news here. Yeah, what I just you? got a Bleacher Report update. Uh, multiple East contenders in the mix for Beal trade rumors. Ah, yes. Could LA offer Lonzo? There we go. Yeah, I mean, for uh, sure, this we're gonna get we're gonna get plenty of uh, trade rumors coming. Uh, got a lot of Hawks ones too. Uh, if you want to check them out on Soaring Down South, uh, we got you know Dwayne Dedman could be on the block. Jeremy Lin has been rumored to go to the Kings. Uh, Ken Bazemore, of course, any contending team should want him. But uh, but we'll see though. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, where, I, where would Beal go? I think Beal would be a good fit in Philly, but I don't know who they would give up to get him because Beal's making a lot and mm-hmm. uh, for a long time. But I mean, if they could do it without like giving up Jimmy Butler just for this year, I mean, think about I that mean, grouping. I mean, the starting five of Redick, Beal, yes. Butler, Simmons, and Embiid. I mean, come on, yeah. now, that's. I, mean, I was gonna say somewhere like the Jazz or the Nuggets, ooh, but ooh. but the Nuggets, I don't know how they would make swing that either, because they'd have to. I mean, Dejounte yeah. Murray's. I mean, if the Wizards are trying to, um, like. Start a yeah, if trying to rebuild, then yeah. you know the Nuggets could send back like Mason Plumley and, and yeah. some other stuff, you know. But uh, but you know they seem to like Mason Plumley a lot uh, in Denver, so we'll see. But uh, yeah, I think he's a good backup to Jokic. Jokic yeah, yeah. I'll still say it. Yeah, oh. it's all good. Fucking American accent. <laughs> Jokic. Great American foods. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. what's that? When Trump said that about. Oh, the McDonald's no, shit. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I saw an edit of uh, Randy from Trailer Park Boys in the White House with all those burgers. It's like, <laughs> actually, I'll find it and show you. That's pretty good. I like that. 
But, uh, but yeah, the uh, that Thunder game was amazing. Uh, the Thunder is supposed to be one of the best uh, defenses in the league, and the Hawks just somehow eviscerated them to no end. Um, Trey Young carved him up, had 24 points, 11 assists, 6 rebounds. Again, that was also close to a double-double. Uh, Kevin Herter, 17 points, 6 of 10 shooting, 4 assists, 3 rebounds, plus 22 in on-off rating, which was a game high for all the teams. Yeah, there it is, looking at that. Randy hit the White House. That's pretty good. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, um, John Collins, 26 points. Uh, a 12 of 14 shooting for John Collins. Only missed two shots all night. It's my guy. Oh, man, he's he's so good. See, um, yeah, got some news sorry, on here in a minute. No, what were you saying? Well, this is the first year in my fantasy that we're having keepers. So everyone I've been talking to is telling me, it's like regardless of what happens, if you're first pick or whatever, James Harden should be your keeper. I'm like, I don't know. Like, if, if I can get John in, like, fourth, fifth round where I got him, you know, yeah. this year, I'm at this rate, he's looking, yes. he's looking, I mean, top 10. To yeah, me he's looking strong. Yeah, I mean, position. especially, you know, double double machine, pretty frequent. I mean, super high field goal percentage almost every game. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Um, yeah, he had a great one. He scored, he scored those 26 points in only 28 minutes played. I mean, he's, so efficient, uh, so good. We love John Collins here. I mean, to shoot 85.7% from the field in the game, I mean, you got to be kidding me. But uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, Alex Len had a terrific game. Uh, <laughs> what else we got here? <laughs> we got here. Oh, man, just loving it. That's uh, from a classic video that Mike made, uh, trying to, a little impression of, uh, of our incredibly talented uh, video production teacher, George Mall. Shout out to Shouts George to Mall. George Mall. We love him Mr. so Mr. Magic Molly Mall. <laughs> But he was he was a great teacher. Uh, he taught us everything we need to know about making making a making a movie. Um, and uh, as in, I say he taught us everything. But if there was something he wanted to change, he would just take over and make changes. And we'd be like, "Well, wait, what'd you do?" And be like, "It's better now." <laughs> He's a truly wonderful guy, and uh, we we wish him all the best. He was one of the heaviest sweaters I'd ever seen. As in, yeah, like body sweat. Like body yeah, sweat. Yeah. Like, yeah. not, he didn't wear like a <laughs> chainmail sweater. Yes, yes. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he did. Uh, but hey, you know, he was working hard out there. He was exerting himself every day to, to get the most out of these kids, you know. <laughs> and uh, he did with us. Uh, we were, we cared a lot about VidProd because uh, we could pretty much do whatever we wanted. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but anyway, back to Alex Len. He had 24 points, uh, 11 rebounds, 9 of 14 shooting. He was the recipient of a lot of those uh, assists around the rim. Um, uh, you know, Stephen Adams usually does a number on the Hawks, especially think he would do a number on Len, because even though Len is a little bit bigger than uh, Adams, Adams is so much more physical. You know, we, we've always said that Len hates that contact. Um, and there was that amazing highlight that Trey did. Oh. The, yeah, the Trey did that sweep between the legs dribble, and yeah. then he had that amazing no-look bounce pass. Got Len the ball right by the rim, right at his like eye level. The bounce mm. pass was so perfectly placed, and Len somehow—he's seven foot two—he blew a layup yep. point blank range. <laughs> and then somebody on Twitter uh, uh, kind of replied to me like saying, "Sorry, your pain, our pain is now your pain." It was like a Suns fan. So. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, we got him for another year. Uh, I mean, he can put up some numbers, but uh, he's been shooting threes pretty good, but. He was one of four against the Thunder, game. but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he he does have a pretty nice stroke, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, he's not really part of the long term plans. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I would say that Thunder game was among the best. Uh, I was trying to tell you earlier, 
we heard that pop. Yeah. But I was trying to tell you earlier, the uh, that 142 points was the most they've scored in a regular season, like a regulation game, since like the 09 season, something yeah. like that. Um, so, yeah, and they did score 142 in that quadruple overtime game against the Knicks two seasons ago, mm-hmm. uh, with the Dwight Howard season, um, <laughs> which uh, that was a wild game. I think Paul Millsap had some incredible plays in that one, and Melo scored a shitload of points, so... The league has changed a lot since yeah. then. You know, rumors swirling about Melo going to the Lakers. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah. uh, no comment. <laughs> oh, goodness. But, uh, yeah, not a whole lot more on that game. Um, DeAndre Bembry had another terrific one. Uh, 16 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, 7 of 9 shooting, 2 of 3 from 3. Uh, he continues to have a, just a tremendous season. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was a great game. One of the best games of the season, I think. I mean, I think uh, that game, the Philly game, is up there for me. Um, and then let's see, what did I say? The Wolves game in overtime. And then I think that early uh, season sort of thrashing against the uh, Cavs was a good one where Trey went off for the 35 points yeah. um, and everything. So. But, uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much uh, on the games there. Um, so, yeah, you got anything else on, uh, on any recent games here, any takeaways? Um, I it wasn't against the Hawks, but I was going to see if you saw that Stephen Adams up and under layup that was so smooth. Did you see that? Oh, no, 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 oh my god, he was like going up almost like for a dunk, and I forgot what team it was against, but it could was like somebody could have been the Lakers, maybe so. And they were going to block it, and he just like kind of brought it back down He's and got went back touch, up yeah. under it and just like softly put it up off the glasses. And I mean, just to be a big to, man to yeah, see him yeah. so fluidly. He's crafty, man. And I remember like he was playing on another level when uh, that Western when Draymond Conference. kicked him in the balls. Yeah, that Western Conference Finals, yeah, where the Thunder were up and it looked like they might finally do it and like get over that hump. And then that was the clay game where he just erupted in the fourth and that was pretty much the end of it. But but Adams was like I mean he was like waxing the Warriors like he was mm-hmm. making bullet like baseball passes if you remember like yeah, he looked amazing and uh, it's a real shame I mean who knows how the NBA would be different if the Thunder had won that series and then likely would have easily defeated the Cavs I mean most yeah. likely I mean it would have been close but uh, who knows I mean maybe KD's still there in, in OKC. It's crazy. Russ maybe wouldn't make that as comes MVP. To the Hawks. Uh, yep, yep. I mean, Giannis, Giannis is in the G League. Uh, <laughs> Harden doesn't have a beard. I mean, it could a lot of shit could go in the butterfly effect. Maybe. Exactly. I mean, Aston, Aston Kutcher. Oh wait, Ashton. Right? Ash, Ash. I said Aston. Aston. Aston of Kutcher. Aston Cooter. <laughs> Getting the Aston of Cooters up here at Ball Hawks podcast. That's how we do it, baby. Oh yeah. Okay, we'll move on. <laughs> Oh goodness me! But uh, but yeah, now we can get into um, this is a little segment I wanted to have team awards at the quarter or not quarter season mark fucking halfway season mark baby we're forty plus games in here for the Hawks I think they are right at forty four games actually so they're beyond the halfway point when but is the trade it's deadline be- in? it's before the All Star break it's I think it's February seventh is the trade deadline. So, yeah, it's getting close. I mean, yeah, you know, we got, what is that, like three weeks? till it, Yeah, yeah, like three weeks, and then that's it pretty much. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm expecting the Hawks to definitely be making some moves here. Um, the Nets already waved Kenneth Faree. There's all, all sorts of rumors swirling, as there always are. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, just wanted to represent here some of the Hawks' best players. Um, 
So we got what do we got here? Five categories: the MVP of the Hawks, the Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Sixth Man, and the Most Improved. Interesting category. We'll uh, we'll see how it goes. So let's start with MVP. I mean, I'm going John Collins. I mean, I can give you all five: Plumley, Plumley. There it is again: Plumley, Plumley, and Plumley. MC Plumlord, as his <laughs> Instagram name says. Um, there it is. The joke is still good, still fresh. <laughs> Dylan. <Dylan-ta. laughs> That's a Chappelle show reference. I rhyme and I rip. I rip and I rhyme. <laughs> oh, God. It's a, an absolutely great skit. Uh, fucking love Chappelle's show. But, um, but yeah, I mean, my MVP, got to be John Collins. I mean, uh, the Hawks yeah, looked completely listless and like trash. And then he came back. He's been delivering. I mean, his numbers are truly spectacular right now. I'll just pull them up real quick. But, I mean. He's delivering double-doubles almost every night. He's so efficient scoring around the rim. Uh, he really can't be stopped. He's leading the Hawks in scoring right now, 19.1 points a game, 10.4 rebounds. He's shooting 58% from the field. Uh, he's 33 from three. Uh, he's getting almost four offensive rebounds a game, 2.4 assists. I mean, he just I mean, he can't be denied. I mean, he's clearly the Hawks' best player. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there there was talk that maybe it could be Torian Prince. Uh, you know, maybe it's Kent Bazemore. But right now, it's clearly John Collins, and he means a lot to the team. He's clearly, like, face the franchise level yeah. at this point, especially since he's been here longer than Trey and has produced more at this point uh, in their careers. So I think yeah, that's I think an easy we're one. agreeing on that. Yeah. In, yeah. In agrees. <laughs> <laughs> we're in agreeers. <laughs> Uh, but uh, definitely that's an easy choice, I think, for both of us. Uh, who do you have for Rookie of the Year? This is, might be a little spicy. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I I got to say Trey. I mean, just because of – I think those assist numbers are pretty outrageous Yeah, for yeah. a rookie. I mean, he's leading everyone – He's top Every rookie in the league by, like, 60 no. assists or some shit like that. I think it's even more, more but... yeah. I mean, and he's top 10 in both total assists, assists per game, and assist percentage in the NBA. Like, not just rookies. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he's clearly an incredible passer. You know, it would the the sort of a niche choice would be to put Red Pepper up there. Yeah. Because uh, he's having a great year. But it's just he has not really had the opportunity quite yet, uh, as Trey has, because Trey's got the ball in his hands, like, all the time. Um, but, uh, you know, that would definitely be sort of the underrated choice. But I think it's got to be Trey. Uh, mm-hmm. I think maybe quarter season. I said uh, Herder, but uh, but Trey really has been playing a lot better. I think his uh, three point percentage is actually up by uh, by quite a decent margin to twenty nine point five percent. Still pretty bad, yeah. mm-hmm. but uh, but it was down like below twenty five. So yeah. I mean he's he's been improving it consistently. He is up to sixteen points a game, seven point two assists, three point one rebounds is pretty high for him. I feel like so yeah. that's also pretty good. Um, I mean, he's he's not shooting great, but he's got to be the rookie of the year. And really, he is clearly going to be first team all rookie. I think. I mean, we can go through that list right now. It's Luca, Jaron Jackson Jr., DeAndre Ayton, uh, Trey. Trey. Who's who would be five? Those four, I think, are rock solid, like set and set in stone. I'm trying to think of the other one because Wendell Carter is going to be out for like months now or like six to eight weeks or some shit, which mm-hmm. is a real shame because I like him. And Bagley has been out some. Yeah, I, I'm out. not sure if he would quite qualify. Uh, he I was mean, playing good until he He was. He's, he really is talented. I mean, super athletic too. I'm, I'm really not sure who would be the fifth. I was trying to think about it recently. I mean, I love this class, but 
I mean, shit, maybe hurt her, but uh, probably not. I mean, for a little while, I remember Alonzo Trier was playing pretty well, but yeah, I haven't yeah. really kept up with him lately. Yeah, and I, and I don't think he quite has this sort of, like, prestige. He yeah. might make second team, which, you know, is, that's what John Collins made last year when he really should have made first team. Mm-hmm. But uh, as I wrote in an article on Soaring Down South, check it out. Um, but uh, so there we go. Yeah, we both have Trey Young, so we're in lockstep at this point. Um, now let's go to... Defensive Player of the Year. Here we go. For this one, I'm saying DeAndre Bembry. I I would have I would have said Baysmore. Yeah, I would have the same thing. But he's been out. He's been out. Um, and uh, I just think uh, Bembry sort of is a little more thick, um, a little thicker, and maybe a little bit stronger than he's Baze. younger, younger more, as well, more yeah. athletic right now. Yeah, I don't know. Baze is still Baze pretty athletic. Is, yeah, he can get around, but uh, but I think Bembry, like he really can can move laterally so quickly, like he can recover. Um, he's got pretty pretty nice wingspan. It looks like out there, uh, he's just a just an absolute ball hawking defender. Which, <laughs> if you didn't know, was the name of this podcast, the Ball Hawks Podcast. Hey, uh, That's the um, name of this podcast. <laughs> uh, but, We're doing uh, a podcast. <laughs> wait, what, what, what's this? I, I don't understand. Um, but yeah, I think that's my choice. Are you in agreement with me? Uh, yeah, I mean. Man, well, this is, this, is, this is no fun. We're, we're riding lockstep here. But, <laughs> but I think it, it is the case. I mean, and he's been even getting noticed uh, by uh, even, like, uh, national writers like Zach Lowe on, on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote, you know, saying, like, one of the his 10 things articles, which he does, like, every week, every couple of weeks. One of the things was he's um, really enjoyed watching DeAndre Bembry because uh, his first two years, rookie season, it was the uh, final playoff year of the 10th straight. So Bembry hardly played uh, – Prince sort of got those minutes, and uh, last season he was injured. He sort of had that legal trouble where he was driving over 120 in like a 60 zone. Yeah. Um. And yeah, just sort of in and out of lineup, injured, had surgery and stuff. But this year he looks great. Um, they did pick up his fourth year option, so he's going to be with the team going forward. And I, I feel would, like I would he, love to keep him. You know, he, yeah, he's I would a good too. player. I feel like he has the mindset of like, no one's going to really beat me on when yeah. I'm when I'm guarding you. Even though he can't, he's obviously been beaten before oh, yeah. by lots of people. But yeah. he, I feel like he has that mindset, and he can really back it up. Definitely, I mean, with more experience he'll get. Definitely, and he just he just looks comfortable out there. You know, like early yeah. earlier on, he really did not, but uh, but he definitely does now. And uh, yeah, it's good to see. Um, he's having a great year, and even even on offense too. I know this is defensive player of the year, but just to talk about Burnby a little more, his. He's been finishing a little bit better at the rim. Like that was always the quibble was he could get to the rim, no problem. Yeah. Like his frequency of, of shots at the rim, according to cleaning the glass, is so high. I mean, it's in like the ninety-sixth percentile. I mean, he gets there all the time because I mean he's fast and he's big. Mm-hmm. And uh he can just get there with ease, but he would kind of just blow layups. I mean, they were wide open, he just couldn't do it. But he's looked a lot better there recently. Yeah, I feel like he's a little more comfortable to shoot threes too. That's the thing. If if his shot can be consistent, I mean if he's even just like a like you know, league average shooter. Yeah. The Hawks have got to keep him, I think. I mean, even though he's a little bit older than, you know, like Trady and Herger and JC. But uh, he's looking good. So, yeah, DPOY. All right, so three for three. We're all together now. Um, well, let's see. Let's do sixth man. So that is off the bench, Hawks' best player. Um, mm. f- for this one, I'm going to go with Jeremy Lin. Um <sighs> It's a good one. Yeah. That's, um, that's not how I'm going to Okay, yeah. I, he, he was, earlier in the year, he was uh, he was looking great. He was close to 50, 40, 90. He's kind of cooled off of late. Um, yeah, he's kind of down around, what do we got, 48, 35, and 83. So not quite as, as hot. 
But I mean, he's been playing well, and uh, you know, hopefully increasing that trade value. He's fifth in the Hawks in scoring at ten point eight a game. So I mean, he's definitely uh, putting up some production. Second in assists, three point six per game. So yeah, you know, he's having a great year. Um, uh, good to see him sort of bounce back from that really scary injury he had to start last year. And yeah. it did take him a while to kind of get into it, but he's been playing great recently. He has been kind of getting held out of games here and there, but he's played 39 games and only started one, so he's sort of, uh, I would say, is the leader uh, in terms of sixth man, although Alex Len has, uh, is kind of up there, but uh, but Jeremy Lin for me is sixth man. Who you got? I mean, Bimbry's starting now, right? Yes, yes, he is. Well, I would have said him. him. Well, you know, he's only started eight games, so... He would definitely qualify. I would say him. Going for him? Okay, yeah, that's definitely I mean, and, a good choice. Well, Deadman, it, I mean... Let's see what we got for Deadman. He wasn't starting at the beginning, and Lynn was. Yeah, I think he has to at least come off the bench like 50% of the time, and right now mm-hmm. Deadman has started 23 games out of 34 he's played, so he would not qualify, I don't yeah. think. Uh, but uh, but I Benbury would. Benbury. Yeah, Benbury yeah. would, because he's only started 8 of 44 games. Uh, How many games has Herter started? Uh, I think majority. Where's he at? Uh, twenty six of forty two. So yeah, that's yeah. more than majority. So he would not qualify. But um, but yeah, Benry's a good choice. Uh, yeah, as we we already talked about it, he's having a great year. Um, let's see here, what players we got? Only Benry and Trey are the only players to appear in all forty four Hawks games. Oh wow! So that's pretty good. Herder uh, I... right there behind him at forty two, and Vince Carter, the ageless wonder, forty one. <laughs> The same age that he is right now. What a man. What a hero. Did you see where he, I guess when we played Toronto like a little bit ago, he apparently said to somebody there, like, see you next season. See you next season. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Who knows what that's what that means. I mean, I hope he'll go there to retire if that's what he's trying to do. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But yeah, maybe the Hawks could uh, trade him to the Warriors uh, with Dwayne Dedman for Jordan Bell. That's a trade I put together in an article called... <laughs> An article called "The Rich Get Richer: Atlanta Hawks Trades to the Best Teams in the NBA." So, because Carter doesn't have a ring, right? No ring. Yeah, man. So, so if he goes to Golden State, who knows, man? I don't think he would do that. I don't think so. He doesn't seem because he has had many opportunities to go ring chasing, and he, you know, has chosen to come to younger teams. So, so good on him. But so, so yeah, that's my six man was Jeremy Lin. Uh, Mike's was DeAndre Bembry. Our only uh, disagreement so far, and that means the pot is over when we disagree. We can't continue. <laughs> No, no, now we'll get to most improved player. You know, I really haven't thought much about this one. So I'm going to let you go first. Who you got? I mean, Collins. You think so? Yeah. That's a good choice. Most yeah, I mean, worst improved is Torian Prince. Oh, well. I mean, he's good. <laughs> but, to, yeah, that's a good choice. I mean, I mean, compared to his rookie season, I feel like he's insanely better than yeah, yeah. what he was doing. It's close. Uh, I'm probably going to go Bembry. Um, Bembry. Yeah, just because, you know, so injured and just to kind of be a key yeah. contributor to the, you know, to the Hawks actually winning games against good teams. It, it's a big a big trend, you know, trend upwards uh, from those first two seasons. So so I think that's my choice. But uh, so there we go. Uh, you know, kind of in agreement. It's sort of the same cast of characters for, for all of those awards for us. Um, but, you know, it's a lot of good players on the Hawks, a lot of good uh, upside uh, on the horizon, young players. So we're in a good spot where we're happy to be covering this this great team. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think Herter and uh, Trey just need to focus on getting through the season healthy. I don't think they should care about the stats or anything like that. 
Oh yeah. If they can make it through their rookie season without an injury, I think that's a huge step up. Yeah. And you know now that Spellman is kind of getting sort of lighter, um, mm-hmm. you know, because to carry that, I mean, <laughs> to you know, carry that that to, weight I mean, around. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. You know, that's what the athletic article said. It's just for somebody that heavy and that tall. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he's like six ten or something. You know, that that's so hard on the hips and mm-hmm. you know the legs. So just like a boogie, you know, coming back from that Achilles. Um, there was talk on the NBA Nerd Night podcast, one of my favorites. Um, but they were trying to think of people that came back from Achilles injuries, and they totally forgot about Neek. Greatest hawk of all time. Oh, yeah. yeah, he ruptured his Achilles and came back pretty much the same player. You know, he, you know, he kind of uh, dwindled there later on. But, I mean, he, he was just as fresh as he was. So, uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, some players are just wired for that. You know, Neek is uh, one of the best ever to do it. I'm talking about commentating, not playing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I, I, wish, I wish we would have got to hear him pronounce uh, Nerland's Noel as New Orleans Noel. That's still my favorite one. Um, I mean, to pronounce a, a human's name as New Orleans is pretty great, uh, but that's that's our Neek. He's a he's a he's a Georgia boy. We love him. Uh, he, he, uh, I mean, he's a he's Atlanta sports royalty. I mean, mm-hmm. Him and uh, Brian Jordan. Who else we got? Mike Vick. Would he be in there? Uh, Not with the I dogs, mean, right? Maybe. I mean, Chipper. Chipper. Chipper for sure. Yeah, I mean Bobby, Bobby Cox. Cox. Yeah, a lot of those. Yeah, like you know Matt Smoltz. I think Smoltz would be up there. I mean, as far as basketball, there's not. I mean, many. maybe Steve Smith. Yeah, yeah. Kimbe maybe, but yeah. he also played for a lot of teams. He did. He did. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Like he's definitely you know the like highest profile hawk of all time for sure. For Tyron Lee. Hey, yeah, yeah, he was the best player on that 13 win team, which the Hawks already. More wins than that, so they've outdone my expectations for so, them already. So. Where's the edit of Trey stepping over Tyron Lue? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Trey's had some some good crossovers this year, and I, I look forward to more as the season goes on. And maybe he's gonna get the uh, hereditary today as well. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But um, yeah, let's see. Uh, yeah, just wanted to quickly talk. Uh, had a little piece on soaring down south on my mock draft. I had the Hawks taking Jared Culver out of Texas Tech. Uh, with the number five pick, and then Jackson Hayes out of Texas with the number ten pick. Couple of, couple of Lone Star State gents, but uh, they both have a ton of upside and would be a good fit alongside who the Hawks already have. Um, but you know, as long as we got a young player in here that kind of matches the timeline, I'd be happy with it. Of course, as we've said many times, Zion is the the number you know the number one choice for every team in the NBA. What's but, been going on with that Roy Rui Hashimura guy? You know, I haven't haven't heard much. Yeah, uh, I don't follow college as much. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard much. Um, you know, the Zags are still sort of up there in terms of among the best teams in the country. Um, but I think you know he's he's up there. I think his stock has fallen a bit because mm-hmm. uh, he seems a bit raw out there. Which of and they lost is, they lost somebody kind of they lost to Tennessee, who right. of course have the Admiral Schofield, yeah. one of my, one Great of my favorites. Yeah, which I would love for them to take him or his teammate Grant Williams, who. Uh, Kind of does more for the team, but Schofield just for the name alone, and I mean, yeah. he's built like a fucking brick house. He mm-hmm. he looks great. Uh, he would be a great hawk. Uh, he's got an amazing voice too. It just bellows out. It sounds like oh man, it's so good. It's like a foghorn. Can't foghorn leghorn. Yep. I gotta get into that racist. Oh boy, yeah, we don't need that. Looney Tunes back in action. Yeah, uh, it's my dad's favorite cartoon. <laughs> Catch our catch our new podcast, uh, Fraser Brain Podcast, um, where we dissect uh, Brendan Fraser movies. Pretty serious. I kind of want to get that popping at some point if I ever have more time on my hands. Well, it would be 
short-lived because i mean <laughs> i mean are you kidding me everybody loves brendan frazier he's an icon um, i feel like i could talk 30 minutes just about that picture of him with tears in his eyes <laughs> or the i mean my the favorite cowboy. one of the cowboy hat warriors are so stiff oh man absolutely love brendan frazier here on the ball hawk pod uh we will hear no slander for that american <laughs> legend but uh but, but just before we wrap up here um I got a little news for you, Mike. Uh, you see anything about John Collins recently? News? That he might not play tonight? No, no, no. <laughs> Better news. He's going to be in the dunk contest. Shut up. Uh-huh. It, him, it's uh, the so far the three that are reported have not been confirmed by the NBA, but the per sources the reporting is John Collins, Miles Bridges, Derek Jones Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, from, you know, he, he did the 2017 runner-up. Mm-hmm. And the fourth has not been uh, reported yet. But, I mean... That already is a great bill, uh, and uh, if if we recall, I said Ferguson from OKC. Ferguson would be strong. I mean, there's a lot of good options. I mean, again, I would love to see De'Aaron Fox. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good options. I mean, it's I honestly would love to see Bam Adebayo on the Heat. He can mm-hmm. get up. Jared Allen would be great. Some big men dunking. Um, but uh, John Collins uh, was quoted like around All Star game last last season that he's been working on a 720. Oh my God. If he landed it, it would. Fucking break the internet, and yeah. I would probably fucking cry tears for joy <laughs> and never want to watch basketball again. But, uh, but yeah, that's some good news there for John Collins. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd be excited to see that. I mean, if the final was Miles Bridges versus JC, that would be like my dream final because Bridges has produced some incredible dunks this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was that one against the Hawks. Uh, I have a piece uh, on this, of course, on Soaring Down South. Go ahead and check all my stuff out there. I'm always ready to get that popping. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that one he had on Dwayne Dedman where he just brought it, like, all the way back and mm-hmm. just fucking smashed it on Dedman. It was uh, something special. And then, of course, Kemba's response was so good. Just <laughs> couldn't believe it. Just mouth agape. But uh, that's pretty much all I have. The Hawks uh, do play today. Uh, we're recording this on a Saturday, a little weekend pod for you. Sorry for the delay. But as we said, uh, we had to play video games and uh, watch movies. So <laughs> that's what we do here on the Ball Hawks pod. And also... Work hard as industrious young gentlemen that we are. But, um, yeah, everybody, uh, you might never see me again if uh, Hannibal Burris likes me tonight if I get to meet him. I'm Wait. going to see Hannibal Burris. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, nice. At Friday yeah. Playhouse. Oh, damn. How much were, t- were tickets to that? Uh, they're like 45 when I, That's not bad. When I bought They're like 90. Dude, Variety Playhouse is there. great. I I've actually never been in there. Oh, man. It's so good. I, I know where it is. I've been by uh, it. Is it general time, admission? See, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, but now they're like ninety bucks. Right, right. Now. I mean, he's got two shows. I mean, the one's seven thirty. We're going to seven thirty. The one's the other one's at ten thirty. Oh, dude, that's gonna be so. so I'm good. hoping he has an opener too. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, because of course, yeah, Mike, a, Mike, a big uh, stand-up comic fan. I mean, as yeah. am I, but I'm not quite as big as Mike. Uh, uh, I listen to it every day. Yeah, it's in, instead of you know, you'll hear him walking around the walking around the the studio yeah. here. We'll say studio, <laughs> <laughs> not home, but. Uh, yeah, you'll hear him with uh, with his uh, stand-up popping on. That's on Pandora, you use it. I use Pandora, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, you'll hear him doing it, walking around the house, uh, letting him know he's here. And then with me, it's basketball podcast. Yeah. So that, that's how you know. <laughs> and then with uh, our other roommate, Dan, it's a glass of liquors. <laughs> Shouts and to Dan. With he's, Zach, he's, I'm sure he can hear us. With, Zach, up, Dan? with Zach, you don't hear a sound because he's, <laughs> he's non-existent. Well, the only sound you hear is... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. If you haven't seen Hereditary, fucking watch that shit. It came out, what, last year? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like summertime, maybe spring. Mm-hmm. It's a great film by the same uh, studio as uh, Get Out and uh, The Witch. 
it was wouldn't it get out? A twenty four? I don't know. It might have been actually. I mean I, I feel like it was. I know Jordan Peele directed it. That's really all right, right. Let me take a look. Looking it up right now. I gotta see those A twenty fours. Oh, I just gotta see mid nineties. Yep. Uh, oh see. Moonlight. Moonlight's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, they did Moonlight, not get out. Uh oh, eighth grade is supposed to be great. Uh, they did Lady Bird as well. Man. That's a that's a great uh, filmography for sure. Yeah, I've applied to work there. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I, I yeah. put there. I, I would fly to California and for sure. on the streets and work there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that's great stuff. Oh God, hereditary, so good. I just had a, had a screenshot yeah. of it. I had to immediately turn it off. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying film. If you if you like horror movies, check that one out. But uh, oh boy, we're almost running up against our our hour long limit here. Oh, so uh, yeah, we're getting close. So. Uh, so yeah, that's about all I have today. Uh, yeah, watch the Hawks. They're popping on today against the Boston Celtics. They are in Atlanta. Uh, 7.30 is that tip-off. And I also would recommend watching that Duke-Virginia game. That starts at 6. I will be watching both of those. I will be uh, uh, sort of uh, waddling in my own filth uh, here. <laughs> that's what I do. Unshaven. Um, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled asses, um, as it says on the Statue of Liberty. But yeah. uh, that's about all I got. You got anything else popping here, Mike, other than your, your uh, mustache finally coming in? Oh, yeah, my mustache is back, guys. That's <laughs> well, really what we should have talked about. I wouldn't about. say back. Okay, well. It's almost there. I'm about to exit out of this podcast. <laughs> we got to start over. <laughs> uh, just check me out at uh, vincefarter.com slash Merida, Georgia, 30066. <laughs> Wait, no. Come on. Now. You're too, a little too in-depth. But, uh, oh. P.O. Box number. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, no, um. Yeah, I did see. I got a notification that you tweeted for the first time in a while. Yeah, you said bring back those. Yeah, oh we, yeah, those the unis. Blue. Yeah, the, against the Thunder, the Hawks had those amazing throwback unis. They're like sky blue with some red trim. Mike has a John Don't Collins on. one. It's is a beautiful thing. Uh, that is a stunning jersey. Everybody, all the Hawks players seem to absolutely love it. Um, yeah, um, did we talk about? I thought it was me and you. Maybe it was me and the guy at work. But imagine if those were one of our jerseys another one with same font is that but like cream like a cream colored God, with the blue so and red nice. and then i don't know another i would, one that, I would love it the I city mean, edition i'm ready for, i'm ready for them to switch it up i mean i'm i'm kind of sick of the triangles and hate those jerseys the volt green but whoever know. fucking made those jerseys i will hunt you down <laughs> i mean i think a rebrand has, has got to be in the works soon for those get rid of that volt fucking green it's really bad yeah it's it's Definitely no good. Draymond Volt Green. <laughs> Draymond Green. <laughs> that, that's all we got for you. We, we thank you for listening. Go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter at BallHawksPod. Give me a follow on Twitter at the Chris Guess. Give Mike a follow on Twitter. <laughs> I think he's finally kind of figuring it out. He needs to follow more people. Yeah. Send DM him suggestions of people to follow. Maybe I could do that too. But the thing is, it's like I, I follow like so many different accounts. It's like 400 accounts, and you got to follow all of them to really get the, yeah. get the full enjoyment. I think I have, I have four accounts. Uh, yeah, 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 no hundred. <laughs> but uh, yeah, get, do all that stuff. Check out my stuff on uh, soaringdownsouth.com. Got a piece about Cam Reddish. Got a piece about Trey Young. Got a mock draft. I got some mock draft for you. But uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we do appreciate it. And all I can say is. <laughs> all right, everybody. Farewell. Much love. <laughs>